Black Star Radio, well, many may have heard of angel flight. Instead of having to drive 14, 15 hours to a cancer treatment or for dialysis, these are volunteers that fly the people there and also fly them back home. On the phone, I've got Marjorie Pagani, who is the Chief Executive Officer of Angel Flight. Marjorie, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for uh, allowing us to talk to your audience. Angel Flight, basically... You are private pilots operating under a charity to assist those that need to go for medical treatment? Well, we are a private flight. So we have you know, everything from private pilots through commercial, through to a lot of airline pilots who fly their own light aircraft in their spare time. And so they volunteer their aircraft, their time, their expertise, their skills to fly people in need from country, rural, remote areas into the major cities for their treatment. And as you said, it's quite often chemo, uh, immunotherapy trials, dialysis, heart checkups. And some of these people drive and have to do it on the immunotherapy programs every two weeks. And they're driving sometimes 10, 12, 14 hours each way into very frightening traffic scenarios in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, all the capital cities. And then, of course, they get their treatment. They have to drive all the way home. We have a lot of people in their 80s. Uh, or we have people with young families, two or three small children in a car, going with mum or dad to these treatments. So what we do is we have a referral service from their treating doctor or nurse or social worker or whoever it might be, that this person has a need. They then send a flight request to us. We put it on a bulletin board. Uh, We have 3,000 registered volunteer pilots across the nation and 4,000 drivers. Somebody elects to do that flight and we certainly match aircraft with needs and we'll go and pick the patient up in their small town or on their remote trip in their cattle station, bring them into town, they go for their treatment When they arrive at the airport, we have a driver, picks them up, takes them into their treatment or accommodation sometimes. Then at the end of it, brings them back. Pilots waiting, takes them home. And we try to get them in and out, if we can, on the same day. Crikey, that's a pretty amazing sort of thing, isn't it? It is, yes. And we've helped over 100,000 people since we started in 2003. And we're up to about well over 50,000 flights at this stage. So it's people right across Australia, every state. Uh, We have pilots based in a lot of rural communities, but primarily they're based in the big cities and we work out of the secondary airports in those cities. Local governments help us in that they don't charge us landing fees for these flights. Air Services Australia waives our airspace charges and we do get a lot of support from communities and we are out there with lots and lots of pilots calling me recently to say we're ready to do a lot more flying if these communities are in greater need in terms of the COVID. It's whether it's coming to town, whether it's sending out medical supplies to them, medication to remote stations, for example, where they can't get in, and they're all out there waiting to help. These are free flights for those that need them, aren't they? Because they don't pay anything. A lot of it is your volunteer expertise. That's correct, because those of us who are lucky enough to own and fly aeroplanes, we have to provide the aircraft, although some pilots hire them from flying schools because they're really keen to help. So 
So we use our aircraft and about one third of the cost of running an aircraft is fuel. So Angel Flight, with donations that we get from people, a lot of people we've helped in the past, that money goes to paying most of the fuel costs and the pilots and owners of aircraft they bear the rest of the cost, which is about two-thirds. And, of course, they've got to buy the aeroplane <laughs> and, <laughs> and use their time. But, look, Mark, I can say we unashamedly capitalise on pilot love of flying. Once you start flying, you can't get it out yeah, of your blood. that's right. And they'd certainly rather do this to help people than just go for a, a little jolly punching holes in the sky on a Sunday. Because I think what we're going to see with the COVID-19, you're going to see the Royal Flying Doctor Services and everything else, their time is going to be taken up transporting very sick people to and from. But there is the need there, as you just said, for things like health supplies, medical supplies, mm. that type of thing that remote communities will require. So that's the gap that you are going to be able to fill? Well, that's right. For example, some of the airline transport is shut down or can't go into communities and where they can't avail themselves of charter services we don't ever cut across businesses because we're great supporters of general aviation but sometimes there's no a affordability for charter for example if you are working on a cattle station you wouldn't be a person who can access an airline out there of course and you are on a referral from a health professional and that referrer says this person has a need, and that would be a person who can't afford a charter aircraft, whereas some of the communities as, as a whole, they will be able to avail themselves of the commercial charter industry, and that's something we never cut across. But where there's people themselves individually in need and can't access anything they need during this crisis, or indeed at any time, but it's scaled up now, we're going to be able to help them. If they need that, they've got to contact their doctor, so the initial contact is through the doctor? It is, or it's whoever their health professional is, and sometimes it's the remote area nurse. Out in the far western areas or in Western Australia, a lot of the referrals are from the remote area nurse, or it could be your social worker or your psychologist who will say, look, this person needs help. They then register with us as a referrer, which is a click of the button basically on our website, put in a flight request for that person, then we take over with all the logistical planning to make sure that the doctor's appointment matches the flight times, matches the driver times and minimises the time away from home. So there is a lot of logistics in it. We have five full-time flight coordinators working in our Brisbane office and they coordinate about up to 20 flights every day. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and that's right across the nation. But there's a lot, of course, in the major areas such as New South Wales, Queensland, uh, Victoria and South Australia, but we certainly do work in uh, Tasmania and Western Australia, etc. as well. So we've got pilots everywhere. I can probably see a lot of community health clinics and clinicians uh, wanting to probably take advantage of your service. So all they've got to do is do a, a basically a search for Angel Flight and all yep. the details are there on your website? That's correct. It's very easy to follow. And if, if they get stuck or just have a query, just phone us. We've got people on deck 24 hours a day and your queries will be answered. We can set you on the right path on how to do it if you can't manage. Some of the older people might be able to manage the website, so we can help with that too. 
I think you offer an amazing service there. But I will ask, as you said before, you are a charity and you rely in much of donations because you don't get government funding or anything else like that. If somebody who has used your service or is aware of you, how can they donate to Angel Flight? Well, Mark, they can on our website. There's a facility there. We don't seek donations actively using marketing or advertising, but communities choose to help us, and we're very grateful for that because that money goes back into paying pilot fuel. So if anybody did want to do that, they can just jump on the website and go through a process there, or they can ring it. What you are doing there, you are offering a service that I think there is going to be a great need, especially over the next couple of months. So Marjorie, look, thank you very, very much for your time and congratulations to have an organisation like Angel Flight there and operating. Thanks very much, Mark. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Thank you very much. That is Marjorie Pagani and she is the CEO of Angel Flight Australia.